2019 is over. Good riddance, I say. Uh, but before we strut into 2020, we want to tackle as many questions as we can in this Dude Soup Year in Review. I've never heard it from this perspective before. What does it sound like to you? So much louder. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, don't get too used to it. Okay. <laughs> don't get too used to it. Um, we may not be sticking around for much longer. Um, thank you guys for joining me. Uh, before we get started, before I introduce my guests this week, uh, I want to shout out our sponsors, Stitch Fix. Uh, get started today at stitchfix.com slash dudesoup to get an extra 25% off when you keep everything in your box. Um, upstart, hurry to upstart.com slash dude to find out how low, how low your upstart rate is. And Butcher Box, get two pounds of salmon absolutely free, plus $20 off your first box by going to butcherbox.com slash dude or using promo code D-U-D-E at checkout. That's just, just free salmon. That's a lot of free you salmon. You should just do that. That's what the bears do. I mean, like, you might as well just do that, <laughs> honestly. Yeah, if you're watching and you're uh, a black bear. Yeah. If you're, if you're uh, a pescatarian <laughs> or above, mm-hmm. you might as well do that. Mm-hmm. It seems like that makes no sense. Uh, I want to introduce my guest here, Lise Willems. Hey, thanks for having me, James. Omar Darmus. Hello. And Adam Kovic. Thanks for letting me be on the show. <laughs> yes. This is the one time. Mm-hmm. You don't get a free pass every time, Adam. Thank you, Master. <laughs> <laughs> um, it is, when you're watching this, it is 2020. Congratulations, everyone. We made it. Right, but we're Another not year. in 2020. Another... We're still suffering in 2019. We're still yeah. back in we, we garbage 2019. We, we have the, the, just the idea of a foldable mm-hmm. phone. We don't have it yet. <laughs> and I'm True. looking for the antidote. In a race against time uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> to save myself. But you uh-huh. gave yourself the poison. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's a real whodunit, uh, but you did it. It's a cat and mouse, mm. and I'm both. Mm-hmm. Well, either way, our figments of what we once were have survived into 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, just due to the nature of how we've made this programming, we decided to pre-shoot ahead some things and make oh, yeah. sure it was all ready to go so that way we could we're, sleep. We're all Take on a, a little beach vacation somewhere, yeah. most mm-hmm. likely. Just you, yeah. I, just, I <laughs> might not even, I might be in a jungle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. most likely. To um, disclose, this was recorded on December 18th this today. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. can Correct. you hold up the newspaper, please? There it is. Yeah. Um, so right now we only know what pictures of Tenet look like, not what the trailer <laughs> looks like. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. don't know what you're referencing. They the released, movie Tenet. The movie Tenet. The, the Chris Nolan movie. They put out some pictures and it's just like, well, Robert Pattinson looks like uh, looks like Chris Nolan. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> well, either way, I thought it would be a good idea to take this opportunity to start 2020 off right by kind of re-examining 2019. Let's do it. Um, the things we did, the things we wanted to do, uh, but mostly giving our audience an opportunity to ask us questions um, that we can respond to. Mm-hmm. Um, or can, choose not to answer. Cho- I mean, I, I will disclose this. There are some things that we love being transparent with everyone. We're very transparent on the subreddit, on social media, about in our content, about the things we do and how we do them. There are obviously going to be some questions that we can't answer to as thoroughness as we want it to be because either we a don't have the answers yeah b those answers aren't decided by us and thus us responding to them just it does not doesn't make any sense just creates speculation and other stuff yeah when people go do you have an opinion on this like no i don't but i'll talk Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah you're not adding anything or or c there is someone just off camera holding a gun to our yeah (laughs) or or d we do work for a company Mm -hmm. and there are certain things that by non-disclosure we cannot discuss mm-hmm. so we cannot, cannot discuss. disclose if anything yes i think i think we're 
as, as far as we are in the air, I think we're done. We're done with things we can't disclose. We did it all. We can do everything. We did it all. Well, we, have, all we have new shows Public that we domain. can't talk about yet. Oh, no, You're right. That, that's, that's later. That's All the things that happened. Okay. Yeah. There are things yeah, we're, we're talking, talking about. about the past. Oh, that's the past? Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm, you guys living in the past. I'm living in the future. <laughs> yeah, we know. <laughs> um, but anyway, <laughs> I, I put the call out to our subreddit. Um, Reddit.com slash funhouse. Great place to organize our community. They do an amazing job. R slash funhouse. R slash funhouse. I think this type of thing is really vital too because something I see a lot on the internet is people talking with great conviction <laughs> and confidence and uh, sureness yeah. about things that, that are they are way off about. Which yeah. <laughs> happens all the time on Reddit, mm-hmm. especially related to what we do. Mm-hmm. And I see it and I'm like, that's 100% wrong. That's right. 100% wrong. Uh, but, but 300 people hit up vote, so it must be yeah. true. I'm yeah. always surprised by the one person who comes eerily close to the truth. Uh-huh. And like, is that person, is that oh, someone here? Yeah, there's, there's yeah. a mole. Somebody's that leaking that, that info. Mm-hmm. I don't see that, that often. <laughs> Could be. Yeah. Could be Adam. I have so many accounts. I, it, is, <laughs> it is funny you mention that, though, because sometimes I'll see that. I'm like, where did they get that? And then they'll cite their source. And their source is a quote. And it's like, a quote where one of us was being facetious or is like a complete misunderstanding. <laughs> Something or from a video. His interpretation, but they are actually like, I did my due diligence and I cited my sources, except that their source is wrong or mm-hmm. was joking or whatever. Um, so uh, I'm sure that will happen on this as well. I'm sure we'll try to explain something the best as best as we can, but we'll probably miss something or forget mm-hmm. something um, or it'll be taken out of context in different ways. I, so that is the... Yeah, I, I'm just saying, I'm, I'm going to feel really bad when we just smash someone's vision of what they think of us with like, well, James is the boss man, as we all know. He Which comes is in, true. He comes in his suit and he goes in his office <laughs> and he, he hooks himself up to his think yeah. tank. It's a uh, zoot suit. I bring all my <laughs> he comes in it. I bring yeah. all my documents in a recyclable shop I, shopping bag. I always talk about like maybe doing like a day in a life of where we do like we shoot but it would be so boring. boring. Yeah. yeah. So boring where it's like it's so much of us like we were just in a one and a half hour meeting where we had to like put Part of the call on hold because we had come up with a show idea and we're oh, like, yeah. oh, what if we do? And like James is like, you can do this. Like, what if we do that? And then Lee's like, let's do that. And like, yeah. there's other people unrelated yeah. to the meeting. By the way, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. just keeps going. Autumn's over there, like two-hour like, meeting about content then? verticals. Like, yeah, <laughs> this is your place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And have a, just have a fly in the wall in there, and um, it's like, here's a chart. It could be right well, or wrong. I mean, that's kind of a good place to start. Um, this is this is one question, but I think that um, it's. It was a question reiterated by a bunch of people in a whole bunch of different ways. So I'm just going to kind of throw it all together. But uh, Mountain Moron said, I'm sure Bruce leaving was hard. Care to share any impacts that we as the audience might have missed? Something that might make us appreciate Papa Bruce even more. Um, I mean, the short answer to that is a lot of what Bruce did, the four of us now share Yeah. Mm-hmm. in terms of responsibility. So if, if you have any questions or concerns about Bruce's work ethic, <laughs> keep in mind that when he said, all right, guys, I'm leaving, we said, how does this shake out? And the only way it really made sense was for four people yeah. to share that yeah. kind of and, Well, in addition role. to the jobs that we already oh, did. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There was no trading yeah. off. So, yeah. It was just taking on, taking on additionally. Yeah. Um, but like, so, I mean, Omar, you run this building, yeah. basically. You run the operations of it you deal with a lot of the budgeting, the money side of stuff, um, and anything else you want to go into. I mean, yeah, it, the thing with like with Bruce leaving is it was surprising to me yeah. how much shit I had no idea was happening. Mm-hmm. Like just stuff that just was never, never something he talked about, never something he complained about or whatever, and just mm-hmm. a bunch of stuff. Like my day is 
completely packed full of BS. And you guys are doing some of that stuff too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like, I don't know how he was doing all that stuff by himself. But yeah, like running the running the bu- the building, or the building, like running the operations that happen in this building or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I mean, a lot of that is shared with you guys for Funhouse, with Autumn for Inside Gaming, Lawrence before. But mm-hmm. a lot of that stuff gets, the workload is divvied out in a way where it's very much more manageable. Mm-hmm. But man, yeah. the, the sheer amount of BS that yeah. is just constantly being tossed at you is yeah. crazy. Because even when you think your day is going to be one thing, there's 10 things that come up through mm-hmm. the course of that day yeah. Yeah. that distract you from what you originally set out to well, do. It was like last night, uh, it was like six o'clock or something, John Smith uh, sends me a message and he's like, hey, all right, can you do notes for this? For At this point, we're looking at Worst Games Part 8 or something like nine, that. Nine, yeah. Part, it was Part 9, yeah. yeah. And so I, I talked to him, I was like, hey, I'm, I'm heading out, it's like 6.30, I'm like, I'm going home. Um, I can look at it tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. and then my entire day is packed, including this podcast that we're recording right now. I'm like, but then I can do it at six o'clock maybe, like later mm-hmm. the next day, blah, blah, blah. But then like I came in early this morning, timing didn't really work out and then we're leaving a meeting and, and I was like, like we're gonna record the Star Wars podcast, but at least wasn't on it. I was like, oh, at least could you, would you mind doing notes on this? Cause mm-hmm. it's, we have this weird sort of symbiotic role where like we can try to trade off. Like mm-hmm. either one, th- one of the three of us can do notes on the same video and I think we trust each other. So many times we're in meetings where I am thinking something, one of you say it, and I just nod my head. And I go, mm-hmm. yep, you said you said exactly what I was mm-hmm. thinking of. So it is that that is sort of like a lot, big part of our day, but like so much of it just gets taken up by things. Mm-hmm. Well, just long things. Yeah, I mean, so everything we kind of do is, is generally group discussion. Um, I'd say it starts with the four of us. Um, if it's a purely creative thing, it starts with generally the three of us. Um, but then as soon as we have some sort of idea of what is worth even discussing, then Omar is is brought in immediately so we can figure out the feasibility of this thing even happening. So just again for clarification. Um, Sometimes I just tell Omar the ideas I know are going to be foul balls. <laughs> <laughs> just to see what he says. Yeah. Um, just for, to check. Just, just for <laughs> clarification, as Omar's role changed, uh, our roles formally did change as well. Yeah. Um, it kind of got, the language of it got wrapped up because it happened at a time when Rooster Teeth as a whole within Warner Brothers was doing a kind of reorganization of their system. And the mm-hmm. way it shook out is that the three of us are co-creative directors and we work with Omar to basically shape the yeah, to make tone, the, to make the channel happen. To make the channel happen. Yeah. Right. I, I don't feel like much of our day has changed. No. Like the responsibility I think we have more responsibility, yeah. but it's the same responsibility. It's just more of it, I guess. It's, yeah, yeah. It's weird. It's like I feel so I feel like I'm doing the same job. I'm doing more of the same job, but then also I guess I'm I don't know, I feel more leaned on when it's in a good way, where it's mm-hmm. like, hey, we have some ideas. Or do you have any ideas? And it's like so like the five below gift guide. Worst games. Those were things that I'm like, I've been thinking about doing these things, but I just didn't say anything because everything was seemed to be going okay. Mm-hmm. And anytime I felt like I brought up a show idea or something, it's like, well, we have to move this and we have to move that. And now it's like, it feels a bit more like, well, let's just try stuff. Let's just get things going. And it feels good. It feels liberating. Like I feel pretty creatively charged right now yeah. in a really good way. I think also because Arizona Circle is now done yeah that's like you don't have to devote that sort of creative energy to that big of a project so now it's mm-hmm. like okay how can we re-inject that back into funhouse mm-hmm. or inside gaming or 
uh, you know, the third channel I've been trying to start, you know, <laughs> the one Inside where I go, it's, it's my vlog channel where I travel. <laughs> People I haven't traveled yet, yeah. but once I do, I'm I eat food and I go to Hawaii. Um, yeah. Do, do either of you guys feel like there's like the, the mantle now being creative director has, has changed the, the, like, I don't know how you say it, like the, the responsibility level or like the stress level of it. Oh, uh, I mean, for me, stress a little bit. Yeah, definitely. Because, I mean, Bruce, again, back to the Bruce appreciation thing, like Bruce shielded us from a lot of things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, some things we had no idea that they existed. Other things we were like, please shield us from this, Bruce. And he he did it. So he, he always did an incredible job of that. Um, but for 2019, at least, like it just feels like it's more sometimes sometimes you get promoted uh, from what you're doing into like a management position and it's not what you were doing. Yeah. It's, it's something different. And now you're like not even doing what you were initially doing. I'm still doing all the things that I've been doing yeah, at yeah, Funhouse yeah. since Funhouse started. But now it's kind of, there's other than the money, figuring out the money and the logistics and the time with you, there's not really any barriers to anything like it's just we come up with something and then we try it yeah yeah um, we also know how to work within our means and yeah. our budget and like we're, none of us are like we want to we want to buy race cars and go fast and make a video and you're like that'd be stupid like yeah. what's or like is there a smart way of doing that if well, we do come up with a dumb mm-hmm. idea it's, like that it, it, in 2018 say in 2018 if you wanted to make a video good you would come up with the idea for the video you'd find the game You'd choose who's going to be in it. You'd play the game. And then when an editor works through it, you'd go and you'd sit down and you'd give notes to make sure that video was the best version of that video that it could be. Mm-hmm. That was the process, I think, for all of us in 2018. The only difference now is that the video is the channel. So mm-hmm. it's still the same. I just think everything has to kind of come through this filter of what is the purpose of this, whether or not we're going to be this. Sometimes it's John Smith picking the game. Sometimes it's Alana picking the game. Like what is like it's any of us picking the game. What is that? And then how do we make sure that whole process is overseen by us to ensure that the content is good? Yeah. And yeah. That there's mm-hmm. consistency. It's Funhouse. Yeah. There's also like a different level of production too. So like I feel like it wasn't until Elise was doing like the like skaters versus surfers or skaters where things started getting upped a little bit. I think we ended up just calling costume gameplays, but it was like, Oh, we, we never went in with a script, but it, like we kind of went in with an idea of like, it was sort of like saying like, I'm looking for this, but you guys kind of do whatever you want, yeah. but I'm looking for this. Well, and then like avatar and everything else. Yeah. For me, it's like, what's, what's your jumping off point mm-hmm. of uh, your prompt really? It's, it's, it's just like finding like like you guys just did improv and the prompt was the game. But then it's saying like, well, what if we added another yeah. prompt? We, and it's this thing where it's a, your skaters yeah. and surfers. We kind of had accidental moments like that with like I found Steamerlet one year on Reddit. And I remember yeah. telling Bruce, hey, I found this website. Do you want to try it? And he's like, absolutely. Let's do it. And then so a fan sent us a bunch of demo discs. We're like, this is a good idea for a show. And it was like these things were kind of falling on our lap. Mm-hmm. But then honestly, it wasn't until Elise came on and said like, hey, we're actually going to produce things. I was like, oh, okay, this is what a producer does. And then, like, I took that kind of mindset going into worse games or I pitched the idea, but it's like, well, we need, the need requires research, requires time and all this other stuff. So it's like there are some gameplays you can just go put on the dock. I want to play this game. Other times you go, well, this is going to be a lot of work and you have to make yeah. sure these things work and things, a lot of work goes into it and you have to have an idea and a theme and all these other things that I think maybe the audience doesn't see. Yeah, mm-hmm. for, for me, it's always like a cost-benefit analysis in terms of your programming of, like, what is the 
the low risk, low cost stuff that we can do that's going to fill out our programming. That's just like, you know, our standard gameplays. It's like we find a game like Advent Rising or, um, you know, uh, what's that one with Bo? Over here. <laughs> I don't know what oh, called. What was that game called? Um, uh, domain. That, by, binary, binary domain. domain. <laughs> we find some like trash and we go, okay, well, like there's no real theme to this. There's no real prompt. It's just mm. we're going to play it. But then finding, like I love stuff like the Mario race where it's like two people racing in Mario 64. <laughs> what was formerly like, called Race War, race the War. best title of an idea. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I love stuff like Eye Tracker where Thanks, it's like Judy an actual, like Eye Tracker is a whole show concept unto itself. Adam took this, Bruce, I mean, it, you know, Bruce around the soft, yeah. the soft or this tech, this tech and then Adam said like, what can Bruce, we do this Bruce interesting dropped with that. It? He had that Eye Tracker. He left it in our office for however many months. Six it just months sat or there. something. Yeah. Yeah. And it wasn't until I was like, I think I asked him, I was like, just put it on the calendar and make me do this and we'll we'll make yeah. it happen. And for, it is. That, that's yeah. a big part of it too. It's just like, Putting, giving yourself a deadline for something, forcing yourself to do it. Yeah. I, like for me, in terms of how my role has changed, like this is going to sound arrogant, but I'll say something nice about myself. I think I'm, <laughs> I think I'm an ideas woman. I do think I have good ideas, and I'm good at coming up with lots of ideas. Um, I, I think I that almost diminishes your role. <laughs> because typically, yeah. typically when someone goes, I'm an idea guy, it's like, so you don't do anything. Oh, I yeah. try to execute. Yeah. On, I try to put my, my money where my mouth is and execute on I mean, stuff you're, too. You're a producer. Oh, thank you. You're a great producer. Uh, thank you. But I do think like for me, um, my joining Funhouse was like I, brought, I was brought in to edit full time and I was editing full time. And there was a long time where I was like, I don't really want to overstep my you know role here because you guys found it all together. And I want to be included when I'm asked to be included. I don't want to be like, you know, trying to wedge myself in on camera. I don't want to be trying to wedge myself into these, you know, meetings. Like I want to be be asked and whatever. And I, I do think like my role grew and evolved. And uh, so like, there's been, you know, several years now where it's I've been just producing, constantly producing, producing, producing. And so m- my intention was never like, oh, I'm just going to make stuff without thought of like how this plays into the grander scheme of the channel. But now I do really feel a lot like I am trying to think of, you know, broader things that will grow the, the channel. Mm-hmm. Um, and also a lot of people don't realize this, but the strategy that we get sort of as a directive from Rooster Teeth can change. Like we can oh, be yeah. told to, you know, focus more on external platforms, focus more on the website. Like, and that sort of stretch, like, Shifts, at least for me, and I think everyone else here, our, our thought process of, like, what shows we're pitching, what content we're trying to make, depending on what that strategy is. And for me, like, especially over the last two years, I was pitching a lot of stuff to Rooster Teeth. And now I, I find that I'm pitching more stuff internally to us. So my focus has, like, changed a little bit depending on, you know, that and I... And that plays into it too. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, we had this great meeting. I mean, I won't get into the details of it, but I remember we basically had a whiteboard. We had a meeting with um, it's like Achievement Hunter and Rooster Teeth, and like a lot of people in Austin. And it was just this big like collaborative meeting, and there were so many good ideas thrown up on a whiteboard. And it was stuff we were coming up with, other ideas that we had already had. One of them was we we already shot it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we actually yeah. we had an At idea yeah. shot, yeah. we had been wanting to do, and um, we had on the board. And there was like they're like, this is a great idea. You should just make it, and we're like. And we we magically got it done before the end of the year. Had a lot of fun making mm-hmm. it. There were some X factors definitely that led to us yeah. to be able to do it so quickly and so efficiently. But, um, but it paves the way for it being able yeah. to just say "screw it, let's try it." Like yeah. when the timing shook out and they're like, "You have to do this now," we were like, "Like all four of us looked at each other and like, is this feasible?" And then the <laughs> consensus was. 
don't know. Let's give it a shot. Yeah, give it a shot. And, yeah. and so that kind of no fear attitude, I think, allowed it to get there. I, I tell James this, like, I'll be the kind of person that, like, I'll agree. I'll go, I'll go, yeah, I'll be a guest on YouTube, you know, gaming all access live or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then and then that's like three months before and the date rolls around oh, and yeah. I'm driving to it and I'm going like, how do I drive my car into this this guardrail? Not because I like, obviously it's an amazing opportunity, but just because I'm thinking like, I'm not, I'm not a person that's meant to be on camera or do any of these things. Why am I doing this? Like, and that's how I feel about like, sometimes when you just have to like set those, uh, goalposts for yourself and go Mm -hmm. like, we're making this piece of content or we're making this show. And like, we have to do it. So some things that kind of help hold us more accountable are like sales obligations, like the magic, the gathering video that we did. It was like, we can't fuck around and just not. We have to do it. We have it's, to do it. We have yeah. to deliver this. So yeah. we gotta like get but, it together. But it also, it was nice because they're like, and here's your budget. We're like, but budget. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is so nice. Mm-hmm. And we're like, we got to get yeah. uh, Jamie and James like help out on Mimi was there and like we had a, yeah. we had an actual like crew, crew of people, which yeah. was great. And then we got, had a location and all this. Mm-hmm. We yeah. had you know lunch paid for. Like this, these are great things. But also that Magic Gathering video was basically templated by. Uh, I think maybe it was the um, was it the achievement hunter Overwatch video. I guess that's sort of what started it, or was it the disc? Well, was it an at least pitch? I think Disc Jam. Oh, yeah, Disc Jam. Disc Jam, yeah. which is weird. Which is also something that you were like, this is kind of out of the that's ballpark. Right. Yeah, yeah. Should we I, give this I, a shot? Because we sent the client. Well, I mean, through our sales team, we sent them Disc Jam and said, because they're like, they want a Magic the Gathering video. We're like, like, but we don't want to want you to play the card game. We're like. Mm-hmm. Well, here's this, yeah. and we can do something like this, and it's sort of a template we've created that's super fun to do. Mm-hmm. And if you guys can sell it, awesome, because mm-hmm. that means it keeps the lights on, and it doesn't matter how well the video performs. Like, obviously, it has to hit a certain number, mm-hmm. but like, it helps a lot. And yeah. and at the end of the day, we make a good video. And then it ended up being that and KFC landing back to back, both costume funny things that were like sort of templated a little mm-hmm. bit. And it's like, those are, that's great when those work out. Yeah. yeah. One of the things that like, I feel like doesn't get counted as heavily, especially in like the viewer's eyes and stuff with stuff like that. Like the, the magic gathering stuff is like the, the, the creative fulfillment that you guys get from doing it or having those ideas or working through that kind of like process is actually really beneficial and doesn't really come out in any kind of like analytic thing that you can mm-hmm. look at and be like, yeah, hey, this was a success because mm-hmm. of this. Mm-hmm. But even if it was a medium success, but it was really fun to do and it was really like challenging and brought up new ideas that go into 10 different ideas yeah. that happen mm-hmm. in the future, mm-hmm. totally worth doing. That's mm-hmm. what I like. And like going forward into 2020, one of the things I'm most excited for, especially with like this, this little bit of a smaller group, like leading the charge and doing stuff like that is the the nimbleness to do that kind of stuff mm-hmm. and the opportunities to do funny new things that are outside our norm. Not that like Bruce being here or Lawrence being here, like any of that stuff was holding us back. It's just like having a team like this that is that is creatively similar, similarly focused into having into taking those swings and we can do that internally here. Mm-hmm. We built up a team in post. We built up a team like brought on Lindsay, we brought on Justin, mm-hmm. a bunch of people who have more skill set than just the one thing that they're doing for the majority of the time here because no yeah. one here is a single thing. Right? Yeah. No one yeah. here is a single thing. Even now with the way that things have shook out or whatever, no one's a single thing, but the uh having more people who are very specifically extra like their extra talent is in this one specific thing that we can take advantage of mm-hmm. and do a cool new thing in 2020 mm-hmm. is going to be awesome you're right and to your point of what you said about like you're doing you do one thing and it's almost like r&d for something else yeah 
there was an example today where like I don't want to spoil it. Actually, when will this podcast go up? It's the gonna six. be the second. The sixth? second, 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 second. Okay, well, yeah. it's in January. So, so Band Manager Two mm-hmm. has come out, and there's a song that's using Band Manager Two, which is a dupe of another one, Bites the Dust. And so James found a service to create that song, and kind of led to some thinking of some ideas of like, yeah, yeah. can we do other stuff? I want to, I won't say it less anymore. I know, I know, but like, but. but Let's assume it was a success. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it I went mean, well. I, I know it is already. Yeah, yeah. My time heart, it was this a success. Podcast goes up. Lindsay's Los Angeles will resemble <laughs> will resemble the Los Angeles from the beginning of Demolition Man. Finally, <laughs> the 1996 version. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Look, Lindsay's um, in the booth. Hey, Lindsay. Lindsay. Yeah, Lindsay. Here's the thing. Hi. Like, talking about stepping up. Omar, for the longest time, was the only person who could do that. Matt Peak then started learning the skill set. The broadcast. And then as of, what, yesterday? Yesterday, yesterday, Lindsay was like, teach me. Well, but Lindsay has a a background in this because she produces a live stream every year. Yeah, well, and not in, like, doing stuff for couch Couch, Yeah, obviously her Like, we've we've pulled in a bunch of really talented people to do things that Mm -hmm. that make our arsenal way bigger. And it's it's going to be awesome. Um, Well, that was, like, 20 minutes on one question. (laughs) We're going to keep moving through. We're going to do it. But first, I just want to step in and... uh, Give you a little heads up on our sponsor, Stitch Fix. I feel like I don't even need to say this, but if I could describe my look in just one word, it would be jockey chic. No hyphen. Um, What does that mean? I don't know. But my Stitch Fix expert, personalist stylist, does know what it means. Stitch Fix is an online personal styling service that delivers your favorite clothing brands right to your door. To get started, go to stitchfix.com slash dudesoup. Answer some questions about your preferred style, and your personal shopper will ship you a box of clothes, shoes, and accessories. With Stitch Fix, everything can look... Sorry. With Stitch Fix, everyone can look their best. They have solutions for men, women, and kids all over the U.S., and now the U.K. as well. There's no commitment required, and you only pay for what you keep. Shipping exchanges and returns are always free, plus the $20 styling fee is automatically applied towards anything you keep from your box. That means if you just decide to get a pair of socks, like I did one time, they just take the fee out of that. You don't pay any extra. You'll never have to think about looking good again with Stitch Fix. Get started today at stitchfix.com slash dudesoup and get an extra 25% off when you keep everything in your box. That's stitchfix.com slash dudesoup stitchfix.com slash dude soup. So if you want to change your style kind of the same way Adam just changed his during the ad break, we recommend (laughs) checking out Stitch Fix. Thank you for your sponsorship, Stitch Fix. Um, We spent a lot of time on that one question. That's okay. I think we covered, the thing is, there's going to be one question that will spring out into a bunch of other things, kind of like our content. (laughs) Um, But this one I figured we should, uh, Awesome King 13 says, how has the rebirth of IG affected the Funhouse crew in terms of either merging the two entities, keeping them distinct, and in what ways have the two worked together? Hmm. Um, I I'm, wish I wish we were working more together. So because I really like those guys, and I think they like us. So yeah, I mean, uh, IG was like very much a Lawrence. And, yeah. Like pro- and it also happened a lot of some of that stuff that came together that allowed IG to come back under this umbrella was happening at the same time as Arizona Circle. So, you know, that already took up a lot of our time. And so I think for some of those reasons, Lawrence smartly made the decision um, to kind of like 
keep them separate. Also, some of the accounting, just again, business side of stuff, some of that accounting hadn't mm-hmm. even been figured out. Mm-hmm. If someone works, spends their time working on it, who gets charged for that? Yeah. Because it's all has to keep. Yeah. Keep and Lawrence track of. became more dedicated to that. Like his role in Funhouse became reduced. Yeah. Um, and just because it's starting, not this new thing from scratch, but like it is kind of building a new thing, mm-hmm. building, rebuilding a brand, kind of getting the audience to remember you and build that trust back and also just make it good. That requires a lot of work. And yeah. that's so, I mean, honestly, for a lot of 2019, that's where Lawrence was. Um, and I, I mean, don't, but like big ups to him too. Cause like he's was well, starting in IG was flying back and forth to do Arizona mm-hmm. circle stuff. Still like, appearing videos. Yeah. Still mm-hmm. appearing videos here. Like that was, that was a strenuous time for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In he had a early, bartending early job this year. For a while. <laughs> yeah. uh, circus clown. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. Also um, IG, yeah. IG launched way bigger than anyone expected yeah. and, mm-hmm. and has basically maintained that that momentum yeah, yeah. way more than anyone had anticipated. And it was like, it was tough for me. I enjoyed doing it in the mornings, but it was like, after a little while, I kind of got, I was getting tired because I mean, yeah, it's I just, think at one point I was doing like, I think on a bad day, it was like six videos a day. Well, yeah, because on a good day, it was like four. Yeah, and that we're, included we're gaming you guys usually like Funhouse is usually doing three things, three recordings a day, if mm-hmm. if not a little bit more. Mm-hmm. You add on top yeah. inside gaming. That's another that's another recording or if it's two episodes, which or, to be fair, most of the work is done. All I have to do is stand in front of a teleprompter and read. Not very hard. But, but you were involved in like the news story discussion. And we there, sure there, you there, had like one snappy one liner. <laughs> and it's I, not just I, reading. You're like riffing off what's written, right? Yeah. So it, like it is a weird sort of written improv process like it's kind of hard to understand but like Bruce myself and Lawrence like we built that skill up over years mm-hmm. so like I found it easy <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding no no, no. I mean I don't work no, no, I, just, I just mean I mean there's a thing we talk about at Funhouse all the time too where it's like you you build a back and forth with people. You build a rapport. Um, a report, if you will. <laughs> yes. uh, a cold report. <laughs> but yeah, you you build this sort of thing. So like the script can pretty much be anything. Um and when we read it, sometimes we wouldn't say what's specifically on there, but it we we would add it and then like a lot of times it wasn't like Bruce says this line, Adam says this line, then we throw to Lawrence. We just, just would, go for it. Yeah. yeah and yeah. like a lot of like sometimes you do it and recording get fucked up we do it again and we'd read it completely different and it'd be a completely different take but it, we're like this is how you do the show yeah and like that's that's a tough thing to do and then it was obviously tough when bruce took a step back and then lawrence taking a step back and i'm just like i'm i'm funhouse needs my help more than ever right now especially with bruce taking a step back so i was just like i don't i don't know if i have the energy or the time for this but and i feel bad because like i want I, mean, I want nothing more than to help with inside gaming i actually love that channel i love that show and it like it it pains me. I would. I can't be there it, more often. In 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 me and your place would never feel bad about that because like eh. the three of you, right? We're used to be there. Used to be six people to to record videos out here, produce videos and stuff. And really, there's like three and a half now because mm-hmm. John John produces videos. He's in a lot of stuff, but he's not full time. Still editing Dead, a bunch. Yeah, he's still editing yeah. a ton. Mm-hmm. Same with Dan. Dan's producing a video or or doing mm-hmm. stuff, but he's still editing like crazy. Mm-hmm. Ryan too. Like all these people are doing shared duties, and it's harder. It's harder to divide away that time to do inside gaming every day when you only have the three of you to do mm-hmm. that yeah. stuff. So like, I don't know if anybody is. No one should feel bad about that. No, but it's it's also just like it's like running. It's like doing a marathon sort of thing where it's like you have to pace yourself because like so often it'd be we would do that and we'd go we'd walk. F- out of the studio into another shoot and being like, what am I recording? And they're like, a demo disc, you got it. And you just go yeah. in and then it's like, go be funny. And you're like, yeah, I, I think there's, I mean, I think there's also value to the brand standing on its own, you know, like if, yeah. if we can appear in it and then bring something extra or something, you know, 
extra, but like it, it should be able to stand on its own. And I think that's where it's at. That's where it's yeah. at. And that's the only reason it's at that place is because of conscious decisions by Lawrence and Autumn to kind of make sure the content is there yeah. and the content is good. Yeah, um, like Because I, when it first started, I was doing prompter. I was doing prompter right. and shouting stuff out, but then it was the kind of thing where it's like, well, this is a good place for someone to kind of like yeah. practice that and 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 be involved without the audience yeah. being like, who is this or who kind of thing. Hit the it's wheel. honestly how I started first appearing on the IG Daily was in that mm-hmm. same capacity. So yeah. it made sense for me to be like, all right, go for it. But like, yeah. you know, I think I think there is a world, you know, we want to discuss in 2020 with Autumn, you know, can we help? Yeah. You know, yeah. can we is I'd, there a I'd way love... we can be a part of it without it being out it's not ours. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It it shouldn't be. And it's it... I mean, they they have they have established a voice I think within the new people that they're mm-hmm. introduced on camera like they have Patrick, Connor, yeah. Zach, Autumn there's two new people and that the people rest. The sassy one, the foreigner. Yeah, yeah. there's two <laughs> the new people people one. haven't seen yet, but like they have yeah. the, they're you know they're mm-hmm. building up that thing. They're doing a good job. I, I I would Next more question. than anything. I would like the I would like the trade off where it's like we could help them. I would like them to be in our content. Yeah, yeah. Because I think they're funny mm-hmm. guys and like I asked Autumn to be in Luigi's Mansion gameplay. And she I needed an ally. She couldn't. I mean, yeah. she was busy. She yeah, couldn't. Yeah, okay. Yeah. But you know, also the problem is when both groups are very busy. Anytime it's like let's both disrupt ourselves to do something just because we want to. So, all right, next question. Uh, Juan Ku, how will Funhouse content change in response to YouTube's new policies? Achievement Hunter has already begin, began to censor their videos with random noises and or even squawks and swearing. I saw someone already respond, respond to this. Like, we've been already doing that for months. We have. But yeah. To a lesser extent. So yeah, yeah. Achievement Hunter is going, is going above and beyond what we do, and they're doing the entire video. They're, they're making the entire video as if it were going to be on TV. Mm-hmm. So making sure they follow all those standards and practices, whatever thing goes up on TV. We haven't do- div- dove in, into that because YouTube hasn't required it yet, but who knows what's going to happen in the future. They are getting more and more strict. We are already seeing a lot of, not impact, but like there's a lot of hurdles that we're already jumping, having to hurdle over, jump over and make well, changes for. Also, I guess for people who don't know, when we upload it, we go through a QC process that we upload stuff early. Like I was just looking through our already upload scheduled thing. Like we're, it's crazy ahead. Like all, all the stuff that's in there, we get a report that says like, this is bad. This is bad. We could potentially have a human who looks at it goes, this is bad. So like just yesterday we were in a meeting being like, how do we fix this video? Because they gave us specific time codes of like, these are the things you need to fix. Well, but also we're looking at the notes going like, at what point in addressing these notes to make it okay, is it no longer a funhouse video? Exactly. So that's like, again, a decision we make the four of us. And sometimes we're like, we're not going to change this yeah. all the way you want us to. Right. Cause then but, it's, it's not, a, then it's just, but again, we're playing yeah. in someone else's sandbox. Right. Right. So when they say, all right, well, that's too bad. That made zero dollars. Relationships are go. work. And um, we have to work at this relationship. So, I don't know. Ever yeah. since I've been doing this, it's always been adapting to the ebb and flow of YouTube's yeah. whims and stuff. Yeah, so. You work on within the parameters of the platform you can. We work within roosterteeth.com to make money and, I think that there's a, a push with all creators to find different revenue sources. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, I mean we will too, but Sam ones TikTok. that well, ones that are true to us and aren't just exploitive, trying to make money. You yeah, know? I, well, I hope the thing James said doesn't go over anyone's head, which is like if we censor a word here and there, 
the question is like, does that is that the reason why you watch us, or is there say fuck? Yeah. Oh, like ooh, naughty word. Yeah. You know, like yeah. it's like well, no, that doesn't necessarily. If YouTube goes change a curse word, we go okay, fine. But if they go remove this joke or remove this thing that builds up a joke, then it's like well, now you're hurting the content, and then we have to make a decision there. Some, well, sometimes it's all right. We're gonna put duck squawk noises in the first thirty seconds if that means that we can get away with the boner joke later on because mm-hmm. the boner joke's better than the than the time we just cut cursed or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, we're never just cleanly removing a bunch of stuff just to mm-hmm. appease a thing. Where it's always a conscious decision about what does and doesn't get yeah. edited. Also, this is something that's kind of beginning. If, if the more YouTube gets strict, I think the more we're just going to say, "Well, this version didn't work on YouTube, so we're just going to put that on Rooster Teeth." Mm-hmm. So, if you want to yeah. see the the fully un uh, mm-hmm. unfiltered version of it, it'll be on Rooster Teeth, and that doesn't necessarily mean nudity or whatever, but it means like. Yeah, some inappropriate photoshops yeah. or whatever it is yeah. that's going to go on Rooster Teeth Subject and then you matter. can watch the other version on YouTube. Yeah, it it's it's a lucky thing that we have that second we have like our own owned and operated platform to put stuff on like Our that. own daily motion, if you will. <laughs> yeah. Our own meta cafe. I wish you could just rename it to Funhouse After Dark the the website. <laughs> Me too, man. I love After Dark. I love I love using After Dark. That was well, my like baby a, around the net After Dark. That was my oh, segment what? on Attack of the Show. Oh, wasn't really? it, wasn't yeah. it USA After Dark? I, I made that's, well, yeah, everything what, was. Yeah. But I did around the net on Attack of the Show. I did around the net After Dark, which nice. I had. I went and found sexy videos yeah. to play. <laughs> but then they have a segment called the G Spot. Basically, do, just pornos. Like women of the internet or something too. Uh, yeah, women of. It had to have been and a W, then, I guess. What else so. did you do? I don't know. Well, you got other. Look, you <laughs> well, he saved um, G four. <laughs> uh, here's a quick one. Tempted attempt. Are we going to get the full version of John Holland's song? I just put my dick in a blender. That is the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> if I recall, if I what John has said, that's the whole thing. Everything is the whole thing. Everything mm-hmm. that's in there. He didn't waste any time <laughs> putting out, making a six-minute song and only cutting it down. Well, what, the, what about the rest of the album? Nope, that's oh. it. That's all of it. The B-sides? Nope, well, that's it's everything. A, it's, is it like, it's only one or two discs. You've heard the whole thing. <laughs> what um, a fantastic example of, of like us hiring people have, who are multi-talented like that. Mm-hmm. Like having somebody who is like mm-hmm. music, music, musically, mm-hmm. whatever. Musically yeah. inclined. Musically, there we go. That's yeah. the word I was trying to say. Music. Is awesome. Be um, able to do stupid bullshit like that. All Terror's Blade. Um, Altair's blade. It's Altair. Um, yeah, I not want to say. Can we get a countdown? Or no, that's wrong. Sorry, Altair. You can you get an get amen. Uh, can you get a, can yeah. we get a countdown for me? That was over. Um, Jeff the Cowboy. Was there any skit or joke you wanted in Arizona Circle but didn't make it into the show? A hundred. Yeah, there's a bunch of them. And One I'm, in particular had a fire stunt, and that was the only reason. Oh, yeah. Didn't get it's to too it expensive it and expensive. expensive. Yeah, Lawrence went through that fire stunt school. <laughs> Turns out, a willing knew. participant is not yeah. the difficult oh, part. Okay. There, there were like a ton of jokes that uh, Josh didn't want to put in the show, but I fought for that people really liked, and then I loved mm-hmm. rubbing in his, his <laughs> beardy little face after. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah uh, I mean, there was a lot. Yeah, I, I think I we tried to make the iPad joke oh, thing yeah. the sketch work, and we're like, eh, could still do that. It's not funny. I mean, here's the thing. Yes, we can do it. Let's just do it here on a green screen and yeah. make it cheap and go and just fuck around with it and go, there, we made it. Yeah. I mean, the good thing is yeah. uh, we're going to make stuff forever. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, like, uh, I have, like, one thing I don't well, want to talk about. Before but. you guys say that, Slickster underscore Speedster wants to know, are we going to see more sketch comedy in 2020? I, I love Arizona Circle, but I also miss you guys when you used to do those travel sketches, behind-the-scenes sketches as well. 
Yeah, travel sketches. sketches. This means he means BTS vlogs. Uh, oh, gotcha. It might also mean like the videos you would do for conventions yeah, where yeah, it's yeah. like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I but mean, you guys are talking about ideas for things. I mean, we, here's it. We would probably a sliding scale. We would love to, like, honestly. Like, you just got to watch them. Probably. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, I don't think, we don't know what the future is, but like, I don't think Arizona Circle would be a thing uh, if Josh's Twitter's anything to go by. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> he was actually very optimistic about it. Yeah. And like, I mean, like, I think looking at it now, like, Arizona Circle is almost like this Hail Mary. We're like, let's just shoot for the stars, get it out there. And like, hopefully, we work for a media conglomerate or we're part of it. And like, it'd be cool if HBO goes, what's this trash? <laughs> and they go, put it, shove it on there, put it on. And it'd be like, oh, cool. We're on HBO yeah. Max. I don't know if they'll do that, but it's like, here, here's a sketch show you own that looks like a TV show. Put it on and see if it gets any viewership. And then from there, if they want to go, oh, we'll do it. We don't know if that's going to happen, but I still want to make sketches. If Arizona Circle was successful on YouTube, it would be the first one, <laughs> the first sketch show to be. Well, Key and Peele. That's, well, those are all that's, clips. That's, that's, a, that's show. a television show that slowly, is clipped out. They're uploading the show. That is still being clip. uploaded after everyone has moved yeah, on. Yeah, they're so, like, these, these do really um, well. Interesting. They uh, had a recent Keen Peel sketch, Inner City Hogwarts yeah. or something, which we don't I don't know if you remember that. an idea that I had. You did, yeah. <laughs> did you have a risque idea. Yes, there was a Hogwarts which idea. Which I, I watched it and I was like, okay, thank, thankfully this isn't close enough. Mm, you could still do it. Yeah, I was relieved. Was oh, relieved. You know, I think I remember the one. You, you know what I would feel really relieved about? Getting a smarter interest rate that's oh, customized for wow. me, which is something that's possible with Upstart. Between hitting the gym, eating cleaner, or learning a new skill, there's a lot of ways we can better ourselves in the new year. But I can't think of one that's more important than starting the year off by tackling high interest credit card debt, especially if you got it. My friends at upstart.com are here to help. Upstart is the revolutionary lending platform that offers smarter rates to help you pay off high-interest credit card debt. They believe you're more than just your credit score and actually reward you based on your education and job history in the form of a smarter interest rate. It's fast, simple, and easy to check your rate, and it won't affect your credit score until you accept the rate. Free yourself from the burden of high-interest credit card debt by consolidating everything into one monthly payment with Upstart. It's going to save you a lot of headache. See why Upstart is ranked number one in their category with over 300 businesses on Trustpilot and hurry to upstart.com dude to find out how low your Upstart rate is. It might be a lot lower than you think. Checking your rate only takes a few minutes. That's upstart.com dude. So yes, please check out Upstart today. Um, find a way to get a better interest rate just for you. Um, yes, hey. You know what I want to do again? Okay. I want to be the colonel again. Do you really? Yeah, I had so much fun being the colonel. Sorry. No, no, no. <laughs> Are you <laughs> just reading the questions? No, no, no I'm just saying. Oh, I yeah. have to talk to sales to see if I can, if I'm allowed to. <laughs> What's KFC? Not well, I don't door. know if there's like a statute of limit. Like you cannot be the colonel they for one more year. Yeah, they, I mean, season does some take away our macaroni and cheese. I, I love it's that. It's gone. We, I love that they're like, <laughs> we bought that costume. Remember the questions <laughs> were like, is it okay if we eat more than just the mac and cheese? And they're like, please, eat all of it. And we're like, okay. No, I was enjoying it so much. Um, I had a great time. Game Bino 7, are there plans for Lindsay to be in videos or is she more background production? If I see Lindsay in front of the camera in a single video, I'm going to blow my top. Um, Lizzie, any thoughts? Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> back here laughing. Um, no, yeah, we absolutely, yeah. we already have. She's been in a board as hell. She's been two board. She's been in two board as hells by this point. 
Um, and she's we recorded a gameplay with her. She sent me a game um, today that she wants to record when it comes out. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Half-Life Alex. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> what game was it, Lindsay? Grounded. It's like the Honey, I Shrunk the Kids one. It's open world. It looks pretty fun. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, there's plans to bring not just Lindsay or but, but everybody mm-hmm. in the in, into the camera more, and, yeah. you know. And we talked about it a little bit ago. Like, there's the three of you who are main doing a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. We need to supplement that with a lot of people. It's just yeah. that now is not the time because we're rushing to get through the end of the yeah. year and stuff yeah. like that. So yeah. John's in a lot more. Alana's in stuff when she can. Mm-hmm. Jacob's, Jacob's in, in a lot more. Ryan's in a lot of bunch more stuff. Well, and this is not this is not a mere accident. Uh, we just know this from working online video for years where audiences are very protective of their their online friends as they see them or their you know the group of people they watch online and it's it's always a disaster typically when someone goes and here's the new one if we were like Bruce left and then we're like here's new Bruce it's like that goes over so poorly because yeah. you immediately have someone to compare it to <laughs> but could I you imagine how funny that would be <laughs> I actually saw a guy at Bruce's audition <laughs> I, I, saw the, I saw a guy at the gym who looked kind of like Bruce and I was like I want to get a photo with this guy because oh, it, it, it looked go, hey Adam it, if we did an open <laughs> casting call in American Idol auditions for new Bruce oh god it's so funny and I, it's like here are the requirements that you need to have it just it just no like no pants it almost is it, whenever you have that like that that has never been our intention we're like this is going to be the new you know this is new joel this is new spoil we're like no like those those people are very unique to what they do and like we never brought elise on to be like you're going to take over we're just like you kind of go through this initiation process which is like we don't bring anyone on to just be on yeah, camera. I was really old too, and I, I was 29 when I started. Working yeah, with you we were guys, like, which uh, in like women internet years is like, yeah, right. Like, like, you know, <laughs> cut the cord, pull the cord. We're basically dead. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Add plus five to to whatever. Um, now but, I, uh, but it, it was, we need a poochie though. Yeah, we do need a poochie. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't got our poochie yet. But no, I'm just saying. So the 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 plan, the way it's supposed to sort of work is. We're like, oh, we want to introduce the audience to these people. We want the audience to ask for these people to come on. Yeah. We never want any because, like, you want to sort of sprinkle them in, and then the audience goes, oh, I, I love Jacob and Ryan on a video together. Yeah. Please bring them on more. We're like, okay, cool. We want to make sure the audience is cool with this before we tell them what oh, is yeah. good for them. And I think we've put, like, like I, since I've been hired, I think people get put in videos a lot more than mm-hmm. when I first got hired and I yeah. was – into stuff. The, the harder I mean, part of this year, that, number of extra, there's more people here now. Yeah. Like you yeah. were the first non original member. Yeah, yeah. non founding member. Just remember, you have no ownership over this. <laughs> neither do you. Yeah. Neither do we, but right. you don't <laughs> either. I will forever be associated I there, with I think you. there was more sensitivity of like, it's a new person and we want to, but now we're just kind of like, hey, all right, we trade our audience yeah. to be like, yeah, or if, if we, well, if we, if we bring someone on too, like, uh, like Zach Anna or something like that, we're like, you know who they are. We already have a rapport with them, mm-hmm. and like they're just they're a guest. We, we never like do was that report? Oh, sorry, yeah, we have a, <laughs> we have a Steve report. Yeah, uh, but yes, like we still want to do that where we have like regular guests. Uh, we finally got to announce it doing demo discs with Bruce, where mm-hmm. it's like it, it's it's the thing we talked about, the thing we wanted to do. Where it's like yes, he he has gone on and done something else. We'd still love to make content with him yeah, when it works no out. Reason we can't. Yeah, it, I mean so. it, it. It's his schedule. Yeah, that's yeah. that's the only thing getting in the way, which is he has a job, he has a career. Yeah, yeah. So we're like, how can we make this work? For us and Bruce, yeah, right? yeah. Like, um, real quick, sorry, I'm just trying to get through. As do many your ad read. Possible. No, it's not an ad read. Oh. I just keep going, so we so we're not doing. I feel like this is already going to go over as a podcast. Yeah. But, um, Frosty seven eight zero. Will any older content be revived, like comment show? When I first read that, I was like, 
are we going to bring back comment show? And I was like, <laughs> what they mean was like retooled or revamped or, other or things? Oh. you know, um, revitalized. We, we are toying with the idea of a, so nitpick that blog post when I wrote it, I went back and made some revisions that didn't make it into the uh, Rooster oh no. Teeth version. Mm-hmm. So it was supposed to be called Hall of Shame, not oh, Hall yeah, of yeah, Fame. Yeah. Oh, the Funhouse Hall yeah. of Shame. Uh huh. Well, was what, was what, I was wondering. Was that a typo? Was, or? No, it was because when I originally wrote it, I wrote Hall of Fame, and Elisa's like, you guys should call it the Funhouse Hall of Shame. I was like, that's way funnier. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's what it, that's kind of what we're thinking is to go back through things that we've maybe done or tried before mm-hmm. and see if there's some new angle. If it's shitty, we're not going to we're not going to put it up or whatever, but like if we're like, oh, we can play a game again the, that we've played before oh, and yes. find it's, something new. It's a, it's a weird thing because like, yeah, when did Worst Games, I remember a lot of the comments were like, I believe they've already played Rogue mm-hmm. Warrior and it's like, <laughs> you know, there's a different show we're going down a list of games. Yeah. We don't go, well, we played this seven years ago. Yeah, and we Ian hadn't pa- seen it. Yeah, we're like, Ian, you know we played it. And he's like, who are you again? <laughs> like, I don't care. <laughs> it, it was just really funny of like a, a lot of people simultaneously having the same thought going, I think you guys already played this, right? There's also the part in the video that I think got cut out where I'm like, oh, hey, by the way, we played this entire game already and you can watch the entire thing oh, on yeah. Rooster Teeth right now if you want to see it from beginning to end. Yeah, yeah well, there, there's like a version of things where it's like Rogue Warrior, but, you know, Mickey Rourke comes in and plays it with <laughs> no, I'm yes, just joking. Course. I was going to say Rogue Warrior, but like, or a Actually, game, a game like, a game where like you go back and you revisit it, revisit it, but it's the two of you racing each other in it or something. Or is there something we didn't finish? Yeah. We have to find a game like that and then use Cameo to have that celebrity introduce the gameplay every time we do it. So yeah. he's like, hey, Mickey Rook here. I love Rook. Yeah. <laughs> and we're like, oh, 50 we bucks. You just get the actual guy. Yeah, you guys have set a high bar bringing in Star Wars people. You're going to get that for all those games? No. <laughs> well, Cameron? Maybe. Cameron and then what was uh, Darth Maul man? Oh, Sam, Sam Witwer. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, next is James Earl Jones. Oh, yeah. Oops, yeah. Spoiler. We didn't talk about it because we recorded, but Ron Funches, and if you know comedian Ron Funches, he came mm. and recorded a gameplay yeah. with us. It was really fun. Yeah, yeah. Was, that's um, a pretty cool get. I feel like he's he's a cool dude. We're trying to do, work with people that we like. Yeah, we, yeah. we have we've established a certain amount of clout. No, but <laughs> at Funhouse, uh, which is to say none. <laughs> it's weird because I think there are situations where where we bring in a guest and the audience perception is like. Oh, there's some PR that made them have this guest in their video, yeah. or, or you know, they were, and it's like, no, it's generally like we're interested in that person's work, or yeah. we, we're part of those sales emails all the time. Though, where they're like, Mission Impossible 12. You, what do you guys want to do? We're like, we'll do a gameplay with Tom Cruise, and like, you got it, and he's like, denied. <laughs> you'll, have, you'll have access to Henry Cavill's underwear. We'll do it. Yeah. Like, the underwear decline. <laughs> yeah. So like, we do those ass where we go. We'll figure it out, but usually those things don't. Ma- it it helps if there's a mutual sort of respect for one another. Or begging. Or begging. <laughs> I mean, like it was sort of like like the Maurice Lamarche thing is sort of a an interesting one where it's like there's a middleman, but like mm-hmm. we met this wonderful man and we talked to him and it's like we have and a we're really fans. We're, yeah, we're yeah. fans, and I think he he at least respects us or remembers our names. I hope so. He but, appreciated um, our appreciation. I yes. think so. Um, Sign my. So I'm going to do two, if I can find the other one, too. I want to do two back-to-back just because they are, like, almost in direct contradiction with one another in some ways. Yeah. Uh, Straight up for real, though, besides watching and word of mouth, what's the best way for us fans to help support the show? With so many channels and groups shutting their doors over the years, parentheses, and sadly, the views of each FH video going down over the years, I feel like there's more we can do (laughs) to keep the show going. Um, The other one that I wanted to read... Um, was 
uh, from Burnsite. How has the channel done this past year in regards to popularity and views? As an outsider, Funhouse seems to be gaining steam <laughs> with things like Arizona Circle and Board as Hell. Would we you be put, able to shed some light uh, from the perspective uh, of an insider? We should put these two in a room and see, like, right. yeah. one broken yeah. pool cue. And, I see the glass is half empty. I see this half yeah, full. Um, something I noticed is, like, and it's the internet, So, but there's a lot of, like, schadenfreude about, like, like, Oh, this is the signals the end for a channel, and like I think yeah. that some people, it's like uh, whether they realize it or not, it's like taking pleasure in someone else, someone else's perceived misery. The, yeah, and the, it's kind of shitty. Well, the good thing about the first question is that they are genuinely asking: Is there a way to support that doesn't yes. involve you mm-hmm. having to rely on YouTube views? Yeah. Um, to be the buy case. merch, rooster teeth first. Um, I I don't really push it because we're not doing much with it. But there's a YouTube channel membership you could do. Mm-hmm. I it, it it just gets thrown into a pile, and we sh- it's obviously something we should be doing more with. There's other stuff we need to talk about that we can't right now. Mm-hmm. That has to do with that, but like. Yes, there's direct ways you could just give money, but like telling a friend helps a lot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and yeah, like sharing stuff with people who don't know the channel at all. But like the the most benefit we get from anything is from first memberships. It's like the site membership stuff. That's the most revenue that we can get for something, and it signals a lot of to the people above us what is is popular. We we understand that the buy in for that is that you're into all of the Rooster Teeth platform stuff. Because that's where like the value is yeah. truly, yeah. Um, and so we get that, we understand that, and Rooster Teeth knows that, and mm-hmm. so figuring out a way to make sure that there is value for mm-hmm. you to do it is something that we are thinking about yeah. internally, and they're thinking about internally, and we're we're it, figuring out solutions for. Yeah, and so. I saw a different question on there. It was like, what do you guys plan on doing with first member, like yeah. first members in 2020? Because in 2019, obviously, we lost a lot of what. I would consider like value adds for the platform, right? Mm-hmm. Like we stopped doing certain things. We stopped windowing things as much. Like we want to move back into doing that kind of stuff in mm-hmm. 2020. Uh, a lot of that came from, like Elise mentioned a lot earlier, is the company direction stuff shifted on us a couple of times, which caused us to have to refocus what our efforts are. And first wasn't the biggest priority that we had, mm-hmm. even though it is super beneficial to us and we appreciate all those people giving mm-hmm. us money there. Mm-hmm. But we do plan on doing more th- more things in that space, mm-hmm. you know, windowing things for longer periods of time when we have the, buff- the buffer in post. Uh, we started doing a, a bi-weekly live stream in the mornings that are just for force members, like first members, doing stuff like that mm-hmm. where we can. We yeah. definitely want to start adding back into. Yeah. It, yeah. It's like all things, it's a cost-benefit analysis yeah. Yeah. of like figuring out how much more extra we have the time to do if, and are able to do. If you don't want a first membership, that's totally fine. Oh, yeah. We understand uh, buying merch too because then you get something tangible out of mm-hmm. it as well. Yeah. I mean, and honestly, just like just watching the videos and having yeah. ad block off or whatever, like yeah. that's going to benefit us. Seriously. And then like adding to our numbers in any way, if it's like hitting, you know, hitting like on stuff or at watching things. I mean, even even having YouTube premium and then watching our stuff benefits us. Yeah. Like we get a like mm-hmm. a, a, a chunk of revenue comes from that. That is a that works like then that's I, I mean, I, I have YouTube premium. I like it because I don't have to look at ads. And I feel like I don't need to install ad blocker and I'm not dicking someone over for watching their 22 minute video that they put a lot of time into. Yeah. Um, also, just to add for the other statement in terms of like as an insider, views are up yeah. year over year. Um, so, whatever you were looking at last, some, I mean, obviously things change and sometimes those views are spread across more videos. 
or spread across less videos. Mm-hmm. Um, but right now where we're at, it's green. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's green. Um, obviously, like, I, I think what some people see uh, definitely are like, there are outliers. So Arizona Circle sketches weren't all home runs. Like they I were think, an extra video yeah, per week yeah. they, 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 didn't, they didn't replace anything. That's yeah. one. We have the animated videos that never really do above 200,000 views, but it's also, we don't, we do very little work on those. That's mm-hmm. animated by Neutral Horse. And then we do some, we do an audio pass on it. That's about it. Uh, and then podcasts. Podcasts always suffer. Um, they've always been lower, um, unless it's like a hot topic, like, you know, someone vaping bathwater um, or somebody's leaving or something like that. And it's like, you, the things we can't rely on was Lawrence falling off of stuff, which is those episodes always did really well. <laughs> no, no. Um, people leaving these are not these are not re these yeah, are not great yeah. ways of keeping the audience going in. But it's crazy because you see the podcast numbers go down, but then you can see a huge spike of like there's some news or something like that. So it's like, yeah, we have these discussions daily about how can we make every video home run? How can everything be three hundred thousand, four hundred thousand views, five hundred thousand views? Like. That just looks nicer, I think, yeah. overall on a channel when you go, oh, wow, these always hits. We, we've been looking at other channel stuff. It's always crazy when you're like 20,000, 30,000, 1.5 million views. And you're like, you, these people are subscribed for this one thing. Well, I would say the truth of the matter is that I think a lot of those channels maybe take more time. Like there's yeah. the kinds of they, everything they put up is 1.5 million views. Oh, mm-hmm. They put one but a month. <laughs> they put up one video a month or yeah. two a month or something like that. Yeah. And then and then there's other channels, like you said, that like, man, they have a bunch of two million view videos and then they have a 65,000 view video. Right. Like, what is the change there? I think at the very least, the circle in which our videos land is is pretty good. Um, working in YouTube, working in this media is an ocean. The entertainment industry as a whole is an ocean and the waves go up and down. Yeah, it's ebb and flow and, everywhere. And you are best prepared to handle the waves as much as possible, but who knows, maybe you're going to get perfect storm this time, you know, yeah. like, you know, so there's fear, but there's also a preparedness kind it's of. remarkable when you think of like, you know, if a television show lasts six seasons, you're like, that's a pretty substantial But, but even time. even their metrics are not, that great. They have the Nielsen ratings, which sure, is someone I'm, calling and being like, yeah. Mrs. Johnson, would you watch tonight? Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Well, according, based on that, 30 million other people watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So your show is doing great. And it's like, it's almost like the stupid lottery, like the way like TV ratings work. For us, it's pretty accurate for who's watching, okay. where they're watching it, and how it, long they're watching yeah, it. Yeah, and Nielsen's it's and boxes. it's visible to a lot of people too. So yeah. like it changes like, like, having that kind of obscurity in TV ratings, people still watch things because they don't know or whatever. But like when you see something like, oh, this has a ton of views on it, what is it? So you, it like organically gains more traction the more it gets watched. Like, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I wasn't speaking to views. I was speaking to the longevity of something mm-hmm. and sustainability. Whereas to to put out uh, daily years of, or years worth of daily content compared to like you know the, to look at a TV show saying, yeah. that made 14 episodes a year and lasted for six seasons like oh that's an impressive mm-hmm. run yeah it's nothing we put it's up nothing compared one, we put up one to two videos a day we, yeah it, not, not like I'm not trying to stroke ourselves off but it's also like I know there are a lot of channels where like well every video they do is a million like million views million, it's like but we also broke a billion views in under five years which is insane jerking yourself off so, and I am jerking myself so hard yeah, I mean because <laughs> I deserve it all of those numbers are, sl- yeah. are still slowly going up too mm-hmm. like yeah like our subscriber count is still going up like a lot yeah. of things like a lot of you look a lot of other a lot of other channels that do our kind of thing and a lot of them have plateaued in different ways and mm-hmm. we're still like 
not not by leaps and bounds, but we're still noticeably going mm-hmm. upward in a lot of. But those we're not trying metrics. to settle into any complacency either. Absolutely. I think we're not like this well, is the status quo, and this is what what we do, and we're good with it. We're just going to stay with it. That's never we're constantly our worried MO. we're going to age out. <laughs> <laughs> we're constantly trying to think of like great new stuff we can do. It's again, it's it's fear alongside preparedness. I think a lot of times we'll open up, we'll look at things or whatever without fully looking at the big picture. We'll look on a micro scale or how one specific video over the weekend did and all of us do the Charlie Brown eyes where (laughs) you just do like the like parentheses on the outside and it just looks like fear. And then we go, wait a minute, let's see. And then a week later you look at it and you're like, okay, it's just the same as everything else. Um, But when you're looking at that micro scale, it's tough. Yeah. Um, It's, uh, yeah. Appreciate your concern. Yeah, we're... we're, we, but also the same thing too. Like, we we want to do better. We do. We want. I mean, we there would be an awesome world where every video we put out had a million views, and mm-hmm. then like, yeah, maybe we could, on a production side, pump the brakes a little bit, and not like go oh, yeah. full steam ahead. But like, yeah, we we want to get there eventually, mm-hmm. and that and, that comes from just taking care of your channel and curating it and making sure it's the best thing you can make. And we're having those conversations, you know. Mm-hmm. Like we're we're thinking about that. So even like Elise mentioned, she's you know idea woman coming up with all these different things. Like, <laughs> Everyone has ideas. Yeah, but no, like, your idea woman. <laughs> yeah, the all the all those ideas. ideas we're, of a man. We're, <laughs> we're finding places to fit that stuff in so we can stay fresh and yeah, stay yeah. and stay excited about the things yeah. we're doing. Yeah, I, that, that, I guess talking about the Schadenfreude sort of thing where yeah. people are like, like, well, but the rest of them better be on death watch i'm just like listen (laughs) um one i love my job i love the people i work with and i'm also super happy and love the people who have worked here and have gone on like everyone's different everyone goes on and does they they have their different choices for the foreseeable future i'm not making any promises who knows i can win the lottery tomorrow but even Mm -hmm. if i won the lottery tomorrow I would still want to come in here because I like making videos Once with you guys. At most. You just don't have to at pay most. You. Yeah, you know, you wouldn't have to pay me. You'd, you, I mean, you pay for my meals. Uh, <laughs> uh, you but don't no, get like, rich by spending money. It, yeah. It's. I, I. I didn't want to say this on like a Reddit thread or anything. So I. You, so it's take not it as, writing. Can't yeah, be traced. Well, I mean, I. I want it so you can hear the cadence in my voice and okay. and understand that like I'm being serious when it's like I. I'm more excited to work at this job than I've ever been. And I a question mark at the end there. Yeah. There was a question mark. <laughs> he, yeah, he winked a little. Wink yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it's it's like I. There there are things too that I guess we can't really talk about that are above us that the company has sort of said like, we want you guys to succeed. How can we help you? It hasn't been do you know, people haven't been pushing us down, mm-hmm. and just talking about some things we can't talk about. But like the thing we shot in Austin, I was mm-hmm. like, this stuff excites me. I I really enjoy the content that we're making. I really enjoy what we're doing. I enjoy the challenge of trying to find new creative ways, especially when we're already doing well. I think mm-hmm. that's yeah. great. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like, I feel really good about everything. And I'm like, I, I have no intention of going anywhere. Mm-hmm. Like I am... I, I'll probably be the last man on the ship, to be honest. Oh, absolutely. You will all leave me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like, it is just... All of us are going to leave. Uh, like, Ryan Haley's going to leave. I'll be like, just you. you and me, Jacob. <laughs> Jacob. <laughs> Boy. <laughs> For me on a personal level, like, because I think about this with, uh, like, retiring, which, you know, our generation can't retire. Oh, God, of course, no. But oh, God. we'll die here. I do think about, like, as long as I can make things, whether that's uh, making videos writing a show, writing a book, writing a comic. Like I, I for my entire life, as long as I can do it until the dementia hits, mm. want to be making things. Like I think it's, it's like a switch in, oh man, it's my greatest fear. Um, it's a switch in, oh, I think a lot of people just have in their brains where it's like you can fight it, you can turn it off, but or you can try to turn it off, but you can't. And it's oh. just, 
So like, I mean, uh, yeah. There's, I think- there's basically two modes of working, I feel like, for us. It's working at work or working at home. Yeah. Where, mm-hmm. like, I'm... I'm really excited. I'm. We're, we have a couple, you know, like a couple, a week and a half or so coming. It's up. over now. I know. Soon. I mean, <laughs> yeah. like we we will have come back from it already. Mm-hmm. But like, I get really excited about all the ideas and like good work work I can get done when I'm not at the office. Mm-hmm. It's really weird. It's a weird yeah. way of thinking. But I'm just like going to work interferes with my work. Close the door. It opens another door. Yeah. It's kind of like either way, creative yeah. stuff is going to happen. I mean, at least, at least I said it in a joking way, but it's true. Going to work does get in the way of work mm-hmm. where. You, you kind of lose an outside perspective. And I just texted you guys, I think on like Sunday, I I, uh, I was just walking to the mall and mm-hmm. back. And like within there, I'm like, I have an idea. I ruined mm-hmm. my Sunday. Yeah, I'm really sorry. <laughs> I think I think you were like, put it in an email. <laughs> no, I, <laughs> Stop I, mean, texting I think me. about work all the time. Yeah. Um, uh, real quick, uh, Bobums1215, now that Lawrence left, what is the fate of the drunk streams? I assume, pray, it's not going to help you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that drunk E3 and GDS, not a drunk stream, but organized by Lawrence. That's me. Um, <laughs> games on slow. Games on slow. Yeah. Uh, games on slow is organized by me. But that's okay. Lawrence is a very important part of it. Mm-hmm. But the past two years, I've, I, that was my idea, and that's something I did. Why um, would you take this from him? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, are still going to happen. I remember... Uh, in I think Bruce's farewell podcast that Lawrence said that he organizes, runs, and gets mo- the most hammered during these live streams. So I was just wondering if some someone is planning on stepping up uh, to set those live streams, or are they leaving with Lawrence? Well, when you originally started doing them, was Lawrence, was Lawrence in them? No, even? no, it was well, you, me, and Bruce. we did Mario Kart. Lawrence I know, but before that, Kart. it was Drunk Souls. It was just the three of us. Yeah. And it was an idea that you, me, and Bruce kind of just came up with. Yeah. Right? I, I think we, we were as, already as, playing the game. As of most things, the drunk thing. it was a picture someone posted on Kotaku or, yeah. or gaming or something, and it was like, Drunk Souls, take a shot every time you die. We're like, hey, you want to do that? And they're like, yeah, 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 fuck it. Let's get drunk at work. And then, and, as and, most things that have And again, evolved. Lawrence, I think Lawrence turned it into a new, he gamified it because drinking for him is that like it's important yeah. or like is I, I gamifies think, drinking just I don't recall in any of us ever asking him to do that. He was just sort of like, I have well, an idea. I, I, did, yeah. I did all the drunk stuff for Funhouse up until. Did you do the speed the speedrunners one? Speedrunners from hell? Where Joel. Remember well, all, all the stuff afterwards was always Joel? a grab bag. But, <laughs> he wasn't yeah. actually playing. <laughs> I, I remember oh, that, that was uh, the spike. Like Thousand One Spikes. The thousand One Spikes, Mario yeah. Maker, like those. the first Mario Maker. Uh, like I did that one. Mm-hmm. Like Lawrence kind of stepped in at a certain point because he was like, hey, I really like, yeah, like drink. It. I like drink culture. Yeah. I like drink culture. Yeah. And I like the idea. This is also, you know, shortly before I think he developed trend, Google Trends into just sitting in front of a computer into a game show. So mm-hmm. I think he was like interested in like figuring out how to, how to game showify things. Yeah. So he definitely took yeah. it to a different level. Um, but it was, you know, yes, he love he loves it and he does yeah. absolutely get the most smashed. But I talked to him yesterday and I was like, Hey, when we do our next drunk thing, mm-hmm. do you, would you be down to come in? And he was like, Oh, I didn't know if you guys were going to still do those because of how miserable it makes you. And you're, we were like, I was like, yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I but mean, that's because how it goes. Yeah, that's, that's the usually, name of the game. Yeah, it, it there was there was a um I think everyone here is very almost too nice to a fault in mm-hmm. a way where because I think a lot of times you'd be like, Man, all that drinking gave me a hangover and I felt like shit. And it was the response was, well, I don't want to make you do something you don't want to do. And it's like, yeah. no, no, no. That's what drinking does to you. The videos turn out great. Mm-hmm. They're a lot of fun to do. 
and I'm hungover over the weekend and it's okay. There's, it's, there's a balance too, because at yeah. some point in early 2019, I think there was a discussion that was like, do you think we could do nine this year? And I was like, no, <laughs> or something. I was like yeah. some sort of really like, cause but, I think there's a sponsor uh, sponsorship oh, opportunity. Yeah. And, there's like, we all, and I was yeah. like, no, no. And, yeah, yeah. I like, I, like, I think you do them three times a year, four times a year. And it's like, okay, Maybe. that, well, but we also do it to ourselves. We're like, we could do them on a Thursday and then be like, you know what? We're going to take Friday off. So if we lose our day Friday, mm-hmm. we still have like Saturday and Sunday to get the shit done that we need to do. Well, they're also yeah. the thing is to like, there is like a standing sponsorship with those sometimes where they're like, just tell us how many you want to do. And we'll sponsor like, that's a first. Okay, yeah. cool. So now they make money, but it's like, it is, it is you selling your soul a weird yeah. way where you're like, it's a horror crux. So like every time I do this, yeah. I, I die a little well, bit. Well, the thing is, those are fun things. Getting everyone, almost as many, everyone who's available yeah. into a room to kind of do something as a group collective together that allows everyone to participate. Game's done slow. That was like my dream thing for that is mm-hmm. like, we're going to be going 24 hours. Please participate if you can. You yeah. Know? Um, and so diarrhea they don't tell you Gee, sleep deprivation uh, who, who ordered the uh, McDonald's <laughs> um, it wasn't that but mm. we're, sleep deprivation we are definitely going to be doing it again this year the beanbag in front of the green again. screen is like one but of the greatest figuring out how to kind of do that kind of stuff more often and no it might not always be die equals drink mm-hmm. but like we didn't get to do it really wanted to but we were last minute trying to figure out is there a way that we could do Sonic and Mario at the Olympic Games which involved us going to a track and field place Mm -hmm. and then if you lose instead of taking a shot you have to run in 100 meters or like I thought it was wrestle naked (laughs) that was part of it well that's Um, what all the ones now devolve into yeah (laughs) so so there is definitely an objective to find more stuff we have to do them because when we do them Matt Pete comes alive I've always said it Mm -hmm. Um, I I really enjoy doing but it's it is the thing where it derails everything because everyone gets involved. All work stops. Um, we're we're done. We're yeah. we're we're just useless for the rest of the day. And and that's a I think that's also like part of the up producing element too. Or when yeah. you guys originally did it and it was like the four of you taking shots, you you didn't spend a whole day like producing it. I imagine you just sat down and we're, we're, like, we're going to oh, play yeah, this yeah. and we're we'll play Dark shots. Souls and we'll take shots. Yeah, so it, like there's a version too where we have like some fun elements to it. But oh, I, uh, I think the, I think the the stuff Lawrence did last time, the uh, I think it was Mario Maker, right? Yeah, with, the Mario with going like, into the Mario world, world. I was like, world, that, yeah. I think it was like like talking Sockins episode four. Yeah. I'm like, I feel we have peaked, but I still want to keep doing this. I mean, in some yeah. way. Maybe maybe it resets itself. But maybe you know maybe to, there's once a year where there's a big blowout one like that, and then there's three or whatever that are more just like it's. Friends, it's six people, mm-hmm. eight people in front of a thing. You yeah. know, and I also think sometimes like that whole thing was like Lawrence put that on his shoulders, and he's like, "We are very busy. I'm not going to burden anyone else with having to do this." So then he had to figure out how to make Mario World happen. But mm-hmm. in this scenario, we can collectively decide we want to do it, and then you can do Mario World, and I can do yeah. another thing, and, we yeah. can do, and then there's more stuff going on all together collectively <laughs> as opposed to one person. That, so I don't know if you, I don't know if you guys saw it. They just. Uh, once again, this is two weeks ago, but I saw they got uh, GTA Five working natively on Vive. Mm. So like you, drunk, VR. drunk driving. Oh, in G- I just think <laughs> the ideas are <laughs> they're in my head. You actually then, should bleep that in the video. But then <laughs> here's the other thing. Here's the even crazy part. They also got a mod that works with the Logitech driving wheel that does. <laughs> that you have to manually. Yeah, we just gotta quiet. censor that whole section. Um, uh, 
Okay. Uh, <laughs> wow. Well, if we're going to be censoring things, I hope you're not censoring my meals because I want to eat some meat. And the only way I can do that is with Butcher Box. Do you know what the number one thing on everyone's New Year's resolution list based on a survey that I just made up in my head? Eating better. But a lot of times, eating better means more time and money. Enter ButcherBox, a meat delivery service that provides you with the highest quality meats for a better price than a grocery store. When my first ButcherBox arrived, I had my doubts that it could feed me for the whole month, but by the time my next box arrived, I still had plenty of meat left over. Everything is packed fresh, shipped frozen, and customized for my specific meat preferences. Best of all, all meat is free of antibiotics and added hormones. ButcherBox is the most affordable and convenient way to get healthy, humanely raised meat, just $6 a meal. Right now, you can get two pounds of salmon absolutely free, plus $20 off your first box. Just go to butcherbox.com dude, or use promo code dude at checkout. That's butcherbox.com dude, or use promo code dude at checkout. So seriously, it's two pounds of salmon. <laughs> I mean, I'm just telling you. I'm just letting you know what a good deal is. So, As a like, bear, I think you, you should do if this. you have any passing interest in salmon and you want a good deal on salmon, <laughs> you might as well follow. Thank you, Butcher Box, for your sponsorship. There's too much salmon. We have to get rid of the Lindsay's salmon. Lindsay's standing in the booth with a sign that says, "We'll slam for Sam." Slam for Sam. I see it. I That's our Lindsay um, bot. <laughs> well, I mean, we've gotten through a fraction of these. I would love to part two next we week. We can't. We can go maybe only slightly a bit longer, but we just have to be a little bit more concise in our okay, responses. Okay, okay. Lightning um, round. I just want to. Omar, go get another sponsor. <laughs> yeah. so I'm going to ask a question that's almost impossible to be concise about. Furnace Hobo. Hey, hope I'm not too late. You aren't. Um, is there something we as viewers could do to improve your experience as content creators? Are there misconceptions you notice frequently in comment sections, threads that stand out to you as being incorrect or non-constructive that you wish you could address? Things that you see people say regularly that you know are coming from Mrs. Point Stamper, we kind of discussed this earlier, or just something you would like uh, the audience to know that is frequently commented on um, from a place of ignorance, be it intentional or not, and be honest, most yes. of us can take it. Thank you for reaching out. Yes. Mm. People in the comments often say that I bully Adam. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, all the time. Yeah. It's a targeted, calculated harassment. <laughs> it's not bullying. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's uh, if, if Elise and I were strangers, <laughs> it would be a problem. <laughs> but the fact that we've known each other for a little over half a decade, it's, it is it is playful banter. It's okay. Things are fine. I cry off camera. So it's <laughs> that way the audience doesn't think it's a problem. Mm-hmm. But my therapist is cool with it. Yeah, me talking about it. Um, I told your wife to tell you to stop being such a little bee. No, <laughs> now she won't talk to me. Um, the honest answer is mm-hmm. I, like the, it's hard because if we made all of our content cororections and answers, it would be really boring. Like yeah. if every single podcast was a podcast like this, Excuse it would get me. it would get really boring. Yeah. Um, I would just say like people try to do it, but if you're gonna say something, be like know where it's co- at least have something. Even if you misinterpreted something, like at least saying like, oh, well, this is the video where that was mentioned or whatever. Um, I would say ask us, but sometimes we can't respond to everyone that asks us a question or a clarification or something like Um, that. Um, It's safe to just not assume you know. I think that's generally the safest thing to just not assume. Um, Uh, Understand that it isn't just YouTube. Uh, It is a job. Um, 
everyone here works really, really hard and does a million things behind the scenes that you don't see across the entire staff. So, you know, when you think like Jacob just comes here and waltzes in like a cutie patootie and no, he's like working really hard all day and, mm-hmm. and there's there's a lot I mean, he more. He waltzes in like a cutie patootie. Well, yeah, we, we <laughs> can't change that. Because we, we were talking about Star Wars today. We but. can't change that. Uh, <laughs> we don't do office tours, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I'm sorry uh, if you ask. videos. We're Video, trying to yeah. we're trying yeah. to make another Speaking one. Of anyways, yeah. private it's tours. because they didn't install yeah. the slide like we wanted, so there's nothing to yeah. show. Yeah, I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> um, <laughs> one, Anything else? One last thing uh, about the community stuff: positivity goes way further than negativity. Yeah. Um, we never want to, for as cynical and pessimistic as we seem in the content, we always appreciate when our community is positive and mm-hmm. lifts others up, and so. Um, just general speaking, if there's a video that has someone in it that you don't like, no one ever needs to hear you say that. Well, it's, <laughs> it's the same thing where people say, I saw this, a, a few people saying, well, now that Lawrence and Bruce are gone, I will no longer be watching. Thank you for announcing that to everyone mm-hmm. that you won't be watching. Yeah, yeah. Um, my guess is you still will be from time to time, and I hope the stuff that we well, make is still entertaining in some way, shape, or form. But yeah, I want to win them back. The, the announcing I'm leaving <laughs> thing doesn't really help because it, it only hurts me because I'm like, there's a lot of hardworking people here. Oh, you think the audience member leaving? No, um, yeah. a, an audience, an, an audience, an audience member yeah. saying, yeah. like, well, it's been great. I'm out of here. Everyone's like, thank you. Just so you know, the other people who are still working here are still working their asses off, mm-hmm. making content, see that, and that that sucks. Better just to say nothing uh-huh. or say or, something or positive. Or say something positive. I think yeah. that's the big thing. Or say nothing and or see if maybe you still like it. You know, you know what you could know. do? If you, if you don't plan on watching anymore, you can say, man, I wish you guys the best. And that's all you got to say. I just, you you announcing your departure yeah. as an audience member? Like, I, this I, is, I don't go on the Rick and Morty forums and say, don't like it? I'm out. This, this doesn't, it doesn't really help for the future, but since we have had two big major departures and announcements this year, it, 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 always, it always made me... <laughs> feel uh it always made me feel good when you're strolling through and it's people going like oh i can't wait to support you bruce i can't wait to support you lawrence mm-hmm. well wherever you want to go that makes me feel really good when they go when they go can't wait to support you bruce or they don't even say can't wait to support you bruce and they say ugh i can't stand videos that have james in it that's their response to like i'm like you could have been so you could have been this yeah. is an opportunity to be positive and lift the person up in a way that they probably would have appreciated but you chose to be negative about something that isn't even related the, to this the only uh, and I, I get I'm I'm all for criticism I, I will read criticism and I will take it to heart and I will I will try to be as adult about it as possible and I not try to like we've read a lot of mean angry comments so it's not trying to say that it, it, it is sort of thing when when you just start to see negativity piled on it gets in your head and Makes you stop reading comments, which kind of sucks because then you start to miss the people who are saying really nice yeah. things. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't yeah. want to avoid, I don't want to miss those people. I and love you, on like social media and, in, and Reddit and YouTube, like just people are just being genuine. Mm-hmm. Like I think it's fun that our audience also likes to like joke around with us, but I, I just, the, the, the genuine uh, approach is just so refreshing and nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I love it. And there's like, for an example, Sorry, on, on one of the, the eye tracker videos, uh, someone mentioned, "Oh, there's actually a better way. You could, instead of closing your eyes, oh yeah. If you, I was like, didn't yeah. consider that. Thank you. And like, there's yeah. plenty of stuff when we were doing demo discs, when we were getting the uh, the Windows 95 emulator running. Someone's like, oh, you should do VBox, uh, you know, additional insoles. And I was like, I've done that, but I didn't do it the way you mentioned. So I gave it a try, and mm-hmm. it kind of helped a little bit. But either way, I'm like, those are helpful. Those are yeah. good. And they're critiques, but they're also like, 
they're trying to be helpful. So saying yeah. what an idiot for not knowing this is not as yeah. Not like criticism to to it's weird because criticism it, it like can come off inherently negative. Like you're because you're 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 not agreeing with the thing that got done. You want to see it done differently, but that usually comes from a place of of love and pride, right? Mm-hmm. Like if if you hate something, you don't even develop the vein, the brain power to be to critique it mm-hmm. to do something. Is it's because you enjoy it and you want to see it yeah. get better just framing that in a way that makes more sense, like positivity and stuff like that, or asking genuine, honest questions as opposed to assuming a bunch of stuff. Mm -hmm. That all goes a huge, that goes so far with just making us feel good about what we're doing and then giving us an opportunity to, to answer that Mm -hmm. and to, and to teach. I guess the opposite of love is indifference. That's how I've always felt. Mm -hmm. So, you're you felt different towards me. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. This is a fast one that I'll handle. Occult Patriarch. Where was Chase Astro? In Arizona Circle. You're referring to Arizona <laughs> Circle. During the shooting, mm. I tweeted about this character. I was really excited to play Chase Astro. The, Rascal episode the, so, one. It, so on the night shoot of Rascal, I was off that day. But I decided to go anyway because I'm a sociopath um, <laughs> and really loved being You're in like, the, the production. Shoot, the shoot goes to the 3 a.m. Yeah. I'm in. I was <laughs> off too, but I had to be there. She had to be there. I was the um, body. But they needed people. <laughs> in Rascal, people. I don't, no one said anything about. Speaking it. of you being the body, they needed people yeah. to make it look like a crime scene. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, Chris Tamaris, who's directing that, said, "Are you available?" And I said, "Sure, man. I'm here. Whatever." And so then I went to wardrobe, and then they were like we have this stupid jacket. Would you want to wear it? And I'm like, give it to me. And then with the wardrobe team and and hair and makeup, I came up with this character, Chase <laughs> Astro, who, by the way, is in it for silhouetted <laughs> for maybe a two second seconds. and a half, mm-hmm. two seconds tops in the background of a shot that goes from when Josh and, and uh, Todd are walking up. Mm-hmm. That's it. Right. But that was funny to me, so I took a picture of myself. So I always think of those people, like when you watch like a Star Wars movie or something, right? And it's like Finn and Poe are running, and then there's the one guy banging on a on an X-wing. Yeah. You just know that guy was like, "Hey, JJ, hate to bother." Like, what's my? And he's like, "Who are you?" you and he, he just he <laughs> stares at him, and then a yeah. like a PA goes right this way, sir. And yeah. you go. You just hit it. So, he goes, should I be should I be looking this like I don't and when you see it, it's a dot mm-hmm. in the background. It's like no one saw you. Yeah, Doesn't yeah. matter. So that Chase, was you. You were Chase the dot. Astro is me in the background for two seconds of the first rascal <laughs> sketch. Uh almost completely uh, unable yeah. to be seen. I'm gonna look into the footage because there it obviously isn't in the sketch, but there is a lot of footage where you can see you in the background doing vamping. I kept doing stuff. We should like make a little Chase Astro reel. I'll, I'll do it when we, we get back. We and, didn't have time or money to do it, but um, what, something I wanted to do for marketing, I was like, send me the costume and then we'll have me sit <laughs> in like a chair and talk about how I prepared for the role of Chase Astro after the episode comes out yeah. and go, and now for the premiere of Chase Astro and it would be the first five seconds of Rascal and and <laughs> no one said anything to me about uh, being that dead body in Rascal. I don't know if you're think, joking or think, not. No, I'm serious. So that, it was yeah. me. You were under there the whole time? I didn't, I didn't know yeah, that was you. They made well, not when he runs into her. Then it's a dummy. No, that's a dummy, mm-hmm. which is like Somewhere out there is a really loved, funny picture. Yeah. Of, <laughs> oh, what kept happening that night is there was a dummy like with blonde with hair, hair that looked like it looked like what happens to Blaine Bell. Okay. Like it looked mm-hmm. like someone had ruined it or up, <laughs> and everyone kept going to going. Hey, at least you needed water or anything or whatever. And she'd be standing there. She's like, "What? Like, oh my god! I'm sorry. I thought that was you." Um, yeah. Th- yeah, there was no one to play the body, and then I and then I was like, "Well, I'm here because mm-hmm. I'm being here, uh, so I will do it." But 
but yeah, no one said anything to me. Yeah. That is that was a common joke that happened on set that it it kept looping around where it was always when are you gonna get into your costume? Yeah, yeah when like Elise is a witch, is like uh, Elise we need you in wardrobe. And it, it would happen so often, <laughs> so and we'd all we'd everyone it. make the same joke to everybody. So fucking tired. And it would stop it. being funny, and then be funny again, and then stop it was being never fun- funny. Yeah. <laughs> well, the thing is, it, it stopped being funny so long ago that it was funny that it came back around, but it was it was anti 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 humor. If that makes any sense, because <laughs> you're there for twelve hours and you're just like just killing them until they get this one shot. <laughs> But hey, making movies is fun. <laughs> making TV. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, I mean, we got time for one more. Or? I'm trying to find one last one here. I mean, uh, favorite favorite moment. This is a general question. Favorite moment of 2019. This or his favorite meme of 2019. No, <laughs> that's a different one. But there's a lot of people asking. You answer the question how you want. 2019 mine is highlight. keep your secrets, <laughs> Frodo. That's mine too. Um. um you guys have fair moment in 2019. I mean, mine. I, uh, filming Arizona Circle mm. was just a not game a, exhausting. Not Robbie Williams. Mind blowing experience. Not cats. Those were so short though. Those were so condensed. Arizona Circle Man. was like uprooting everything, moving to Austin, and then taking in this whole yeah. new experience, new responsibilities, new challenges. And I was really happy with how everything turned out. So oh. felt satisfying. Oh, someone's throwing trash over yeah. here. That's fine. Uh, um, this year has been a blur. I could say that for sure. Um, I think. I think actually. Uh, getting inside gaming back was mm-hmm. was it just felt good victory lap it felt cathartic it was like it was this place that we left that i i think we had some we i mean think we had some baggage with they we, yeah and it was just something nice where it's like oh the company you're working at now has now absolved or absorbed what's left of this thing and i was just sort of like I, only because when we left we had people tell us this thing you're doing is failing yeah and it won't work and best of luck, you suck. Like that, basically, kind of that attitude, and like that felt good. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, we don't own it. We didn't buy. We didn't do a full out like you know Hooli buyout sort of thing, all of Silicon Valley. But yeah, that was a good moment. Uh, for me, like this year was wild shift mm-hmm. in what my life is here. So that was super cool. Getting to work with rad people is always awesome. Like it's hard to nail down one specific thing. Just because, like, what I do is 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 not like there's not like a specific thing that I do anymore. The Oculus Quest, mm-hmm. yeah, that well, was yeah. your that's that, my that's the highlight, yeah, highlight tech thing of the year. Uh, <laughs> I think, like, as far as like content going out and stuff, seeing what Arizona Circle turned into and what all your guys's hard work turned into was super rad. I mean, you were part of that too. Yeah, I mean, it was everyone's hard work. <laughs> yeah, it was I post. Did not pre- realize these would all be work related. They don't was, have to be. Yeah, they don't have to. I was be. definitely they don't have to, to be. Going it's just Disney people World. are going <laughs> <laughs> to. I forgot about Disney World. Here's the thing: awesome. there's oh sometimes we do these amazing, fun things outside of work, and I'm like, man, imagine if we could figure out a way. I know to do this for work. Well, was <laughs> like everyone goes to Disney was World? Vancouver this we year? We wear GoPros on our heads. No, that's last September. year. That's 2018. Okay, yeah. See, like I, th- things are blurring. There, it's happening so fast. It's like I forget what happens what year. That's kind of scary. Yeah. Um, but. Curse. It's been a terrific year. You remember every There's moment as though it's happening in the present. Yeah. I know. I know a lot of people are like, "Aren't you bummed? You're, you should be really sad that like, you know, Bruce and Lawrence have left. The, that, doesn't that hurt you?" And it's like, "Well, I got over that a long time ago because we learned this stuff early on, and mm-hmm. I can only be happy for them." Mm-hmm. So, no, like, yeah, I'm bummed that it's like, but we shot Band Manager with Bruce. I had a great time, and even after he left, we did uh, Pirates. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, 
the, the, the Pirates video, and well, then we're going to do a season demo disc. And so it's like, yeah. the, and he's happy. That's yeah. the thing too. When I hang out with Bruce, not that he was ever like um, angry or like, mm-hmm. but like he seems happy. Yeah. And that makes me happy because right. he's my friend. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I just, I get it. So I asked the audience, stop being so selfish. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're living in a dream too. If you don't yeah. think that like work changes for people, yeah. like, I don't I don't know. Like mm-hmm. that's that's. I mean, I think because we've come from jobs too that have like closed down or like you, you know you see stuff passing. Like there are community managers in gaming that geez they got a new gig every six months. Like I don't know. It's I know yeah. there. I think that's just it's just the fact that like the the uh, idea that you get a job when you're 22 and then you have it until you retire and you yeah. work at that same company forever is is pretty dead, especially in Los Angeles. So I don't know. It's like. It's a, it's one of those things too where you always hope that like someday you'll circle back around with those people. Mm-hmm. I want to work with Joel again someday. Absolutely. Every time he comes, he still comes back. I go back to the magic video every once in a while, just read comments here and there, and I always see that top comment. It's like I'm guessing Joel's the only one who didn't have to buy a costume. <laughs> and he didn't. <laughs> every time, whenever, whenever you have any direction, he's like, I will be. Uh, was it bounce bow, bounce bottom, or whatever, or trampo bounce trampo, bo- bounce? Bottom. He goes, this will be my character. I'll be, do-. and he's like, we you didn't, didn't ask for that, Joel. Nope. He just, <laughs> yeah. he just, but he just kind of did his own thing. I'm like, God, I love Joel. Yeah. But like, I had a really yeah. fun time where last year doing like uh, spoiler cast of Life is Strange Two with Huber over at Easy Allies and doing mysterious monsters with them. And then Ian and I last year did mandatory update. Uh, like special, like oh, so that's that's the comment I keep seeing. They're like, well, Lisa already has one foot out the door. She's look She's at going all the, to easy allies. Look, here's the thing, Lisa doesn't know how to say no. <laughs> no. no, I mean, I just like I like doing stuff. I like mm. like uh, I've done a couple things with uh, our our fellow roost rooster teeth partner Valley folk, and I really I just enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Like, there's stuff that we don't always have the infrastructure to do I, here. We we should be doing that stuff more. Like yeah. we should be collaborating more. And a lot of times we just get stuck in our own little world and, and we don't And, and also, like, cause YouTube yeah. preaches it so much, like collaborate, collaborate. We yeah. love to. And I also know like I, there's stuff that I just enjoy doing, like the character bullshit that I'm like, I can't do that all the time here. Our audience will just get so tired of it. Mm-hmm. So when Couch Chop's like, come do our Christmas video and be Mad Marge. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I'll come there. I'll give you the prevents. Like, it's like, it's fun. Yeah. I'll, I'll do it forever. Like I said, till I die. Yeah, the creative fulfillment is a huge thing into having good mental health and all that stuff and like good balance and all that stuff. So going around and being on other channels and doing different things and having a different creative outlet is only beneficial. Well, people shouldn't see that. Yeah, people shouldn't see that as a negative. <laughs> well, hoping that those people will come here and do stuff too. Yeah, trade off. Like yeah. It, you know, it's kind of we can't always just be like come here and do stuff and then not go like like. Like yeah. we didn't do the we didn't do the Smosh Laugh Challenge, mm-hmm. and then I feel like we don't feel as bad being like, "Hey, you want to come yeah. to our dump yeah. hole? <laughs> one for you, two for me." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, which ones for me? There's <laughs> no circle reference. Yeah. Um, well, anything else? I mean, we could talk. We could do, we these could do this for we, I know we have to get back to work because we have to. <laughs> yeah. We have to finish this week so that way you guys can actually watch this video. Yeah. Um, one last thing, just because it was so high up, and I feel really bad. But CC Squeeps ultimately asks album or songs this year. There things you didn't music music any music you really appreciated. Oh, that no. Lizzo album is hot. It's good. How do you guys come? Up, like, how does new music come to you? Elise tells me. I have a, I have a Jess. <laughs> Jess sends I, new music I to me. I look for it. Like, I used to go to 
um, indie rock cafe. This is, I mean, this is like over a decade ago, but I used to go there all. I would just, I would just have to like dig for it. I like even on Google Music when there's like new albums, I just have to go and look mm-hmm. at the new releases. Mm-hmm. So, you, like things that you have no interest in at all, like bands you've never heard of, all, you like, just add them time. to your thing. Oh. Yeah, or like you know, if if a Google Music like refers or you, I listen to the, like a radio station that's like a bunch of different stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm pulling my that. my Spotify up now. Uh, <laughs> It's it's pretty lame. You can call me a coastal libtard or whatever, but NPR. <laughs> when NPR plays music, it's oh, oh. a pretty good way to discover oh. new things. Oh, like, it's like some, uh, KCRW. You know, does it, yeah, it's, some, it's yeah. a hipster DJ who's even more hipster and elite that elitist than you are who's finding I, stuff. I yeah. still go back and listen to 102.1 The Edge, which is like Toronto's alt-rock station. Because uh-huh. that was what I listened Bush to back X. home. Well, like the, uh, <laughs> on one of the KCRW morning things, um, was it Josh Bentley? He played um, part of the Mandy soundtrack. Uh-huh. And it was like Johan Johansson or whatever, like uh-huh. right after, right before he died or yeah, right after yeah. he died. And I remember I they were playing on the radio and I, I missed what he was like saying. I was on like a phone call or something. I was like, this song's amazing. I took like a, a video of it in my car, tweeted at him like, what song is this? And he replied. Cool. And I was like, oh, thank you so much. And like, I have that in my mix. Like, I don't know. There's well, a do dance you, with the dead. If someone asked me in stuff. 2018, do you think in 20, 2019 you will like multiple Post Malone songs? They go, oh. no, yeah. but I do. <laughs> um, man. I need um, to like, I need to figure out a way to get that back into my life. Cause like in, when you're music. young, like, yeah, just like, discovering new like the organically finding new things because it doesn't happen for me at all I think it's like uh, Google Music does the like you know if you, they have, you have a band that you like like say like I love Arcade Fire I go listen to Arcade Fire Radio and they mm-hmm. play music from all the bands that they I think into. Google Music used to be better at it I felt like um, th- so this is a band I think they maybe the album came out last year but um, The Midnight who mm-hmm. I saw mm-hmm. live twice this year. I ne- almost never see bands live because I don't like live As shows. made famous by your T-shirt. I uh, guess, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't fit me anymore, but um, I bought that shirt because I wanted to support them. But um, The Midnight is definitely like one of my favorite bands. They're great. They have a great aesthetic, great sound. Um, and then also the Carpenter Brew album. Carpenter oh, yeah. Brew, a, uh, I guess a guy, a group. I don't really know what they are. Someone James got know. me into because James seen them. I've only listened. So I think it's a guy. Is all I know. I think it's a guy, but he's also part of like an art collective. It's, they're mm-hmm. French people. They're so cool. But they had the Leather Teeth mm-hmm. album that came out last year. Where people, I remember people were like, "What do you think about it?" I'm like, "I'm not really feeling it. I don't know. I've listened to it a lot this year. Mm-hmm. It's so good. It's mm-hmm. like it's definitely grown on me." Um, shout out to Lady Hawk, some uh, uh, oh, yeah. musical group that I just discovered this year, yeah. and uh, Alive in Barcelona. The, the uh, Cameron's Cameron's yeah. band. <laughs> the, the, it's the, if you if you're looking for music that sounds like wrestlers theme, <laughs> everything sounds like a wrestler's theme song. Um, it's pretty good hmm. workout music and pretty fun and yeah. intense intense stuff. So. I'm the, seeing that uh, dude was real nice. I, yeah. I'm seeing cool. uh, Elliot's band this weekend, mm-hmm. the Cold Violets, oh. who are actually they're they are really good live. It's I feel weird because I'm like, well, he's a friend of mine and I'm supporting, him, but I'm like, it's a really good band. It's also Sergio, who you guys know. Mm-hmm. Um, is just such a weird small world yeah. where we all these like weird cross yeah. sections yeah. of friends and well yeah. anyway we have a whole year <laughs> to explore that small world make one more, more music and then it's what? all over it. what are we on, what are we markiplier yeah. what are we gonna do? push the red button that's oh. gonna say end youtube goodbye that'll PewDiePie be it because elise already has one <laughs> <out the> <laughs> And then, uh, Adam, you, you're you going to stay till the end. Omar's got one yep. foot out the door. We've all got one foot out the door. Um, but no. So thank you, guys. We wouldn't be able to do this if it wasn't for the perpetual support from all of you. Um, and, yeah, thank yeah. you for, uh, you know, ups and downs, but overall a pretty 
incredible 2019. Um, we have no intention of stopping or working any less hard in 2020, maybe yeah. working a little smarter, um, uh, trying new things, trying exciting things. I'm excited for the stuff that's still that yet to come. Yeah, I'm yeah. super excited um, about all the ideas. We, we got a whiteboard in the office, the and it would, it would blow oh, your man. mind. Yeah. Are you kidding me? I, it is yeah. filled. I need headings. <laughs> the headings. Yeah, I, I had written a bunch of bullshit up there, and at least like erased everything and wrote it in small writing so it could actually fit. You all you know what, yeah. Do you know what I, I, I'm, maybe I'm saying too much about his private life, but I mirrored it after Zach Anner has like, a personal whiteboard of his um. where he like organizes his thoughts and oh, I was yeah. like that's a great way to organize well, like you should have subheadings to organize the yourself. first thing on it was Zach Anner's whiteboard we're like yes mm -hmm. we can this. <laughs> followed by a fishwa fellow the <laughs> oh yeah I drew a little hidden uh, Mickey well thank it's you guys hidden. thank you guys for joining me for a very a long podcast but I think an appropriately long one I, I know we barely scratched the surface on all those questions I tried to consolidate some of them mm -hmm. into similarly themed questions I hope just in the discussion we answered other things that you might not even thought about asking um, thank you, Elise, Omar, and Adam. Thank you. Um, it's a delight working with all of you. Where are you um, going? <laughs> I got one foot out the door. Oh! Um, and so uh, I'm excited. I hope you guys are excited. I hope you guys are excited. And uh, Lindsay, you excited? Lindsay. Hey, are you? Oh, I don't know what that. She's on her phone. <laughs> yes. Thank you guys so much, and we will see you next week. <laughs>